0: I am your host, Genesis Amaris Kemp, and with me today is Vicki Holt, and here's a bit about Vicky: She is a divorced mother of two daughters living in North Carolina. During the day, she is a client advisor for an insurance carrier, but in her spare time, she is an author, domestic violence blogger, and studying to be a certified Christian mental health coach. Vicki's passion is to someday own her own domestic violence advocacy agency geared to help others who have experienced abuse. Vicki's story is an inspiring story about having faith in the most difficult and humbling circumstances. It is about deliverance and redemption, showing that you can be free from any situation and finally live in peace. And without further ado, Please welcome Vicki Holt to GEMS Podcast.
1: Hi, everyone. I hope everyone is having a wonderful day. It is such a pleasure to be here. It is so nice to meet you. So nice to meet you. I love your podcast, by the way. They are Vicky. wonderful.
0: Thank you so much. And Vicki, I am so proud of you that you are not just surviving, but thriving, based on the circumstances that you came out of. And today we're going to dive into domestic violence abuse, how to recognize domestic violence, how to safely get out of the situation and not put yourself back into harm's way and why you're so passionate about advocacy. So those are going to be the core pillars around this conversation. And I want you to start off by telling us your story so it could... Paint us a picture of what happened and what you've been through.
1: Okay. Um, I was in a relationship for um, over 20 years. Um, and it it some people was like from the outside looking in, you would look at it and you would say, okay, this is a perfect relationship. Everything was perfect. Everything looked fine from the outside. But there was a lot of secrets that was being done or things that was done in private. And um, after so many years of experiencing that and not knowing who to talk to, so that's where my strength comes as far as being an advocate, because a lot of people, when they're going through this, they don't know who or who they can trust, or they feel like, if I say anything, I'm going to look like I'm the one that's got the issues or something's wrong with me, when really, no, you need to tell your story, because your story will not only help you get out of the situation, but it will also help others. So it took me a long time to get the strength to be able to tell my story, get out, get out safely, and want to be an advocate to others so they can understand you don't have to, to go through this by yourself. And that's a, something that I experienced a lot when I was going through it. I just felt like I was all alone. I didn't. I just felt like I didn't have anyone that I could talk to. My, my family, very loving family, but I just didn't feel like they would understand what I was going through. So um it's it's a it's something that you go through in private yeah, private um it's just a private battle that you have to go through. And I also feel like it's a spiritual battle. I am a Christian so my beliefs may not be the same as others, but for me it's it, it's a, it was a spiritual battle. Because this that type of that type of behavior is not of God. So and I don't really fault the person who you know, who I was the victim to because it was just a, a spirit that they were entertaining. So um, so I'm just a strong advocate because I know that some people don't, they feel like they don't have, they can't say anything. They can't tell anybody. This is just something I have to deal with on my own or I have to figure it out on my own. So my, my advocacy toward it is to show people that you can, you don't have to do it by yourself. You can talk to anyone and they will be there to help you and also to understand the spiritual aspect of it.
0: Mm, And I like that you said in the beginning how you felt, because sometimes when people are going through um, circumstances like this, they are not connected with their emotions. They're just going throughout Mm -hmm. the day. But you said you felt alone. And it's almost like somebody could say they felt locked out and shut in and not having that support system where you could release some of the things that that's going on inwardly Mm -hmm. externally also makes you feel trapped. Like there's nowhere to turn, but you being a woman of faith, did you have faith while you were in the midst of that storm?
1: Yes, I absolutely had faith while I was in the midst of the storm. Um, I wanted some, uh, I had a dream. And this will, this will really show you exactly the faith that I endured, I had, I had a dream one night and in, in the dream. It was as if uh, it was, I was in the middle of an actual storm A tornado was actually coming and I was in my home and the tornado was coming in my, 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 um, spouse, ex-spouse at the time, my ex-spouse and my children, they went in the basement. I was still in the house. They ter- their tornado hit before I can get in the basement. And the house was spinning just like Wizard of Oz, you know, with Dorothy. And the house was just spinning and spinning. And I was in the house spinning. The whole time I was calling out to God and asking to help me. The house spin, it dropped on the ground. It slid, went off a cliff. And then in the middle of dropping, the house stopped dropping. And it was lifted up. And I was moved into, in the dream, I actually dropped and was landed in paradise. And what I mean, it was just beautiful green grass, flowers, everything was beautiful. I woke up from that dream and my Holy Spirit told me that, that I was going to go through a storm that would knock me off my foundation. I was literally going to go through a a change that would just knock me off, just something that I've never experienced before. Even though in the midst of that, I was going through the abuse. Mind you, I was going through what I was going through anyway with the abuse. But he was letting me know that it was going to get even worse. I was going to go through a storm. I was going to get knocked off my foundation. But in the midst of that, he had me. And he picked me up. And he put me where I need to be. So in the midst of all that, that dream helped me to understand that he has never left me. He's always with me. So that helped me to keep my faith. So, and then I even had another dream where I actually saw a lion. The lion was speaking to me and said, I am always with you. That dream was after that first dream. That's why I have I always have lions in my house because that's, that's the reminder of God telling me, I'm always with you. So God constantly was giving me um, signs and visions and dreams to let me know I am with you. So because I was having those, um, signs and those dreams, that's what kept my faith going, despite what I was going through. Even when I was at my lowest point, I knew that he was still with me. And I knew that I'm going to get out of this situation. I knew that I'm going to be free from this. I knew that I was going to be able to take care of myself on my own. I knew that I was going to finish school, get my degree, I was going which I did. I knew that I was going to write my book that God spoke to me when I was 15 years old and told me I was going to write a book. Didn't know it was going to take me another 35 years to do it. But, but he said to me, you're going to write a book one day. And I did that. All of this occurred four years after I left and, and took that step and gained that strength to get out. So yes, I did absolutely have faith in the midst of everything because he constantly was reminding me, which helped me to to continue to have faith, even at my lowest point.
0: Wow, so in your dreams, there was clarity, there was purpose. God showed you Mm -hmm. how he was taking you from the pit and delivering you to your palace, how he was Mm -hmm. gonna liberate you, how he was gonna turn things around, how he was gonna clothe you in a garment of peace and just give you Mm -hmm. that serenity And et cetera. And from the outside looking in, some people may say, well, Vicki, why did you stay in that abusive relationship for 20 years? But I want to go a little bit deeper to understand the abuse, because if you never understand the root of the problem, it makes Mm -hmm. it harder to cut off that root. So when you were going through the abuse, was it mentally, physically, or emotionally? Abuse.
1: It was all, all all the above. Check, 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 check. All the above.
0: So while you were going through those forms of abuse, mentally, physically, and emotionally, how did you cope and endure it for so long? And do you think that fear conditioned you to stay? as long as you did, because 20 years is a long time, Vicki. Just put us in the mindset and the mind frame that you were in within that span of time.
1: Well, fear was a big factor, even though I knew better. Second Timothy 1 and 7 states that God does not did not give us the spirit of fear, only power and love and a sound mind. So I knew that and I knew that I had that, but I still had fear of just being out on my own, I went from being with my parents to being with him. So I just never knew a life just with Vicki. I never knew that. I never understood it. So yes, even though I knew the word and I knew what God had plant, planted in us, I didn't even have enough um, strength or or understanding to know you got this is inside of you. So you have the strength to just go out but I still allowed the enemy to put fear in me to be afraid to step out. So that's part of it it took so long. Another part I think is because I was actually broken. I feel like an abuser is broken. They they there's something about their past that allows them to be broken and feel that they have to act out whatever way they act out. But I also feel like as the victim I was broken as well. So because I'm um, and I'm not ashamed to admit that I, you know, there was some brokenness there with my myself, so because I was also broken, I felt like I couldn't do any better, this is all I could do, so it, once you realize and understand who you are, and that you are a child of God, I am a child of God, once I realize that, then I'm a child of God, and this is something that he does not intend for anyone to go through, so, um, it's also in the Bible as well. He des- he detests violence. He does not like violence at all. There's six or seven things that he doesn't like. And one of them is violence. So again, I knew I had to, had to understand this is not the walk that he wanted for me. This is not a life that he wants for me. So once I was able to accept that and understand that, then I was able to leave. Unfortunately, it did take me 20 years to do it. So it's just everybody's story is different. There's some people, and it may take them 30 years. It may take them just five. It may take them two. Everybody is different. Me, I was, I honestly, I was um, so shy. I was so timid. I was had so much fear of being out on my own that I didn't allow myself to see who Vicky really was and who she, what she could do.
0: Wow. And thank you for talking about the fear and the brokenness, because sometimes people can sense when you are broken and they take advantage Mm -hmm. of the brokenhearted because they can mold you because they know that you don't know who you are. But you hit the nail on the head when you said when you found out who you were. So you Mm -hmm. went on a journey who, as well as whose you were, because you knew God was there, but you needed to solidify who Vicky Holt was, and once mm-hmm. Vicky Holt knew who she was, then you could see how God steps in and ushers you through that transitionary period in order right. for the transformation to take root and stick, because mm-hmm. without that, you would be on a teeter totter because you're you'll be battling between that spiritual warfare because mm-hmm. you were afraid to be out on your own but then with you being a mother how did that affect y- your children because I'm sure they may have a some of the abuse but they may have not came to you and talked about it because they they can see when parents are going through hurt
1: mm-hmm. um it affected them a lot um I have two daughters so they struggle with trust on for of any male, really, to be honest. So they struggled with that. Um, they've gotten better through, like I said, we, we all went kind of on this journey together. So these last four years, um, spiritually, we have grown tremendously. Um, so this last four years, that has helped us. And they've gotten a lot better as far as trust. But the main thing that they struggle with is trusting any male. Um they also have difficulty with if I go somewhere by myself, they have difficulty with me being apart from them. They just they'll like they'll call me like after maybe a little bit. They'll say, are you OK? But that's just a part of them. They know what I was going through and they just it's like kind of like a um, clingy kind of thing, which they just want to make sure I'm OK. <laughs> so they struggle with that. Um, but other than that, we're doing pretty good. They're doing pretty good. But um, we didn't talk about it much as I was going through it and as they was growing up. But as we got older, as they got older, and once we actually left, then they were able to express their feelings. And, and they even expressed, to be honest with you, anger with me. They expressed that they were angry because I stayed. They didn't understand why I stayed. So they wanted to know, they wanted to understand that aspect of why would I allow myself to stay? So I had to explain what I just explained earlier to you, how I was also broken. And once I, you know, even with that, we had like a coming to Jesus moment. So we were like, everything was coming out and with tears and anger and, and, but it was good. We needed that. We needed that release. So yeah, they, they did struggle with moments of, of, um, trusting. They struggled with moments of, um, they were angry with me. And um, they were angry with with their 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 parent, their dad as well. But through the grace of God, we made it through. And now we're just at on a road of just us allowing all these breakthroughs to occur and allow God to just take us to this journey that is just wonderful where He's taking us right now
0: and that's amazing. And I'm glad that now they are able to have that conversation with you and you had it and you appreciated the different forms of emotions that they brought up. You shared your vulnerability because closed mouths don't get fed. And if you never talk about certain things, you can't go mm-hmm. through the full healing process. Things covered up will not allow you to heal. So sometimes you just have to be open and honest Mm -hmm. and really allow things to flow through. And you went through a cleansing. You got the anger out. You shed tears. You Mm -hmm. communicated and you connected. All of those things have helped you on your journey. And when you think about other women who are stuck in domestic violence, what type of tips would you give those women to help them safely navigate their situation. And it's gonna look differently for everybody that is in domestic violence. But what I wanna do here is give them somewhat of a roadmap or that blueprint to let them know, one, you're not alone. Two, you have the power to get out of it. Mm -hmm. Three, know who you are, know your why, Mm-hmm. And then start to make an exit strategy because mm-hmm. other people are going to be depending on you.
1: Mm-hmm. The first thing I would tell um, someone that's on this journey is to first to, earn, to learn how to love yourself. I have on my, um, in my bathroom, I have a sticky note and it says, you are beautiful, you are loved. I, on my, one of my blogs that I actually blog that and say, understand that you are beautiful and that you are loved. So once you understand that you're beautiful and you're loved and you understand your value, then that would help you to understand, you know what, I don't have to stay here. Because I think that's the first step, to love yourself. Then once you learn to love yourself, then you slowly start making your way into actually exiting the situation. And it depends on like, because everyone's situation is different. So sometimes you may not can just... Um, you may not have the the funding or the financing or whatever, but slowly build that that foundation to get that that foundation together start saving money, start um just looking and, and doing your checking your resources. There is a national domestic violence um, website that you can go to and it and it allows you to go there and navigate it safely without anyone under, knowing that you have a, um went to that site. you can do that yep yeah. and then you can also um, Check in your local area. there are centers they call maybe possibly family justice centers in your area. That, that was who helped me so they can they can help navigate you through this process. Um, everything is confidential, so they they won't you know they won't divulge that you came or they won't tell anyone about you coming over. Everything is totally confidential. Um, there are grants available so you even if you' you're thinking about the finance piece, there's still that there's help out there. There's grants or wherever to help you through this process. So once you understand your value, understand your worth, do your resources, check your resources and get everything lined up. Then I say, if you have someone you can trust, then yes, reach out to them and talk to them and let them know what you're going to do. If you don't, for me, I was blessed. I have my daughters. We are like Ecclesiastes 4.12, three, four quarters, not easily broken. So yeah, so I had them. So they, they were my, my strength. We are three women together going out here together. So they, they helped me. But there are people that maybe if you do have someone that you can trust, then share your story. and They may be able to also assist you in this journey of getting out. Um, and my another blog of mine, I said, don't be afraid to leave the wilderness. So in that blog, I, I talked about um, Numbers 13. And that is about when um, they were uh, preparing to go to the promised land. And they sent out two scouts, Joshua and, Gale, and Caleb, to go and scout out the land. When Joshua and Caleb went out to scout the land, they saw that there were some, uh, some giants. Okay. that was blocking actually accessing the promised land. They came back, Joshua and Caleb came back. They gave the report to Moses and Aaron. And then Caleb, with his boldness, he says, you know, what? Well, yeah, the giants are there, but you know what? We can conquer this. We can conquer this land. Yes, we can do this. But we had some people that were doubting. They were like, I don't know. We got these giants who we can't do this. We can't, we can't get the land. And so because of their doubt, God did not allow everyone to go. He only allowed the ones that had the faith. We talked about faith earlier. He only allowed the ones that had the faith to do to, to know that, you know what, I can conquer this giant. So I would say to my queens, and I always say this to our queens, queens, you slay, you can do this. Queens, know that even though that giant is there, you can conquer it. You are more than a conqueror. You can do this. So under, know that you can conquer this giant that is making you think that you can't take that next step, but you can. Once you conquer the giant, then just allow the people that want, that generally want to help you, allow them to do it. I was just blessed that I had the right people at the right, I did it at the right moment, finally, even though it was 20 years. They were scouting out, trying to go to their promised land. It took many years for them to do that. But it took me 20 years to see my promised land and to take it. And I and I I haven't looked back.
0: And that is amazing because your test is your testimony. The mess there that you were it. in for twenty years is now a message to other women that are going mm-hmm. through domestic violence because you are an advocate. And I want to interject here: um, women as well as men, because men could be you know victims yeah. of domestic violence too. Um Absolutely. If he hits you once, don't think that he won't do it again. Let Mm -hmm. that be a warning sign and a red flag to start packing your stuff up, whether it's slowly where you start by moving your toothbrush packing your clothes and making those little subtle things where before you know it, all of your things are gone because you don't want to do anything to irritate um, your abuser and raise any red flags that could cause mm-hmm. more harm. And then always keep a change of clothes in the car in case mm-hmm. you in case you make it out the house, but you won't have time to go back. Always make copies of your important documentations. Mm-hmm. Always have a safe word or a safe person to call if you are in the middle of a abusive situation and you need to pick up the phone. When they Mm -hmm. hear that safe word, they can notify um, security personnel. And then there are also Mm -hmm. some universal hand um, signals that are now being taught to women to use these days where it won't trigger somebody if they're out in the open. -hmm. And then the other thing that I want to say is release your inner lion or your inner lioness. There you go. And allow your roar to be so loud that it alerts the environment around you. Don't Uh be afraid to keep your mouth closed because when your mouth is closed, it's giving your oppressor more power and more dominance. Take the Uh fight back. And walk in your own strength there. And I'm going to interject with some lyrics here, Vicky, And okay. it's from a song by Matthew West, Broken Things. And I'm going to yes. read just the first two stanzas. It says, if grace was a kingdom, I'd stop at the gate, thinking I don't deserve to pass through. After mm-hmm. all of the mistakes that I've made, oh, but I heard a whisper As heaven bent down, said, child, don't you know that the first will be last and the last get a crown? Now, I'm just a beggar in the presence of a king. Mm -hmm. I wish I could bring so much more. But if that's true, you use broken things. Then I am here. Then here I am, Lord. I'm yours. So think about that because... In the midst of it all, broken things and broken people are who God used. And the potter's wheel still works. Vicki is a living testament that the potter's wheel works. She was broken, but they were able to take that broken clay, put some more water in it, and mend it to mold it to where she is now. She's now a masterpiece because she walked through the fire. She was in the fiery furnace, but it didn't consume her. It refined her. And now she's here to be a living witness and testament to let you men and women know that even though you were in domestic violence, Domestic violence does not define you and your past is not going to determine or condition you. So Vicki, as we wind down, I want you to leave our listeners and viewers with your call to action for this segment.
1: Okay. Um, My call to action is to trust the process. So even whatever process that God has you going through, trust it and know that you're gonna come out of it. Um, also, I would encourage everyone to be on the lookout for my book, if I can say that. <laughs> my book is gonna be released on Barnes Noble. Um, and Noble. You can pre-order it now. And the title of it is Transformation. And that is a word that my that the Holy Spirit spoke to me in the middle of the night and said transformation. So, and that was in 2014. So um, he told me I was gonna go through a transformation and I just, and that has actually literally occurred. So my book is going to be released. It's titled Transformation, Healing and Growing Spiritually After Abuse. I have several um, spiritual um, scriptures in there to help guide you in this journey. Um, Also, I have some of my blog entries in there as well to encourage and inspire you on this journey, on this fight, because like you said, this is, you can get, you can overcome this. You can, you can actually overcome this. Um, I am a living witness that God is good, and he can, will and can deliver you from this. I'm so grateful to what he's done, and I am not ashamed to just say that I love Jesus as my savior, and I'm so glad what he's done for me. And I just, my prayer is for any woman or man that's going through this, you got this. You can kings reign and queens slay.
0: And thank you so much, Vicki. And the last interjection before we plug your contact information is another part from Matthew West's Broken Things Lyrics. It says, the pages of history, they tell me it's true, that it's never the perfect, it's always the ones with the scars that you use. It's the rebels and the prodigals, it's the humble and the weak. All the misfit heroes you choose. Tell me there's hope for sinners like me. Now I'm just a beggar in the presence of a king. I wish I could bring so much more. But if it's true, you use broken things. Then here I am, Lord. I am all yours. And since we you are all his, Vicki, I want you to let the listeners and viewers know what your website is and how to connect with you on social media.
1: Okay. Um, my website, you can reach me at um, Koki Viva and that's C-O-K-I-B-I-B-A at gmail.com and I'm, you can reach me there and I also have um, my um, personal Instagram is In- Infinite Favor. that's I-N-F-I-N-I-T-E Faber F-A-B-O-R 37. And that is with Instagram. So yeah. All
0: right. And there you have it, listeners and viewers of Gems Podcast. You just heard Vicky Holt and we talked about surviving and thriving from domestic violence. I'm no longer abused, but I am victorious and triumphant. Remember, you can escape your conditions and your past do not define you. Take the shackles off your feet so you can dance because somebody needs you to share your story with courage, boldness, and bravery so they can break the shackles off their feet. So until we chat next time, peace, love, and lots of blessings. Don't forget to subscribe and share. The podcast we're on 40 plus platforms and follow us on youtube at gems with genesis amaris kemp for all things video content until we chat next time you got this thank you for listening to another segment of gems podcast hope you enjoyed this recording make sure you like comment share and subscribe to gems podcast on your audio platform where your brand, your swag, your services could be here on GEMS Podcast.